Welcome back to Encouraging Words to Give You Hope. I'm your host, Hope, the author and founder of Meditate Hope, with a mission of encouraging people to meditate on the hope of Jesus, because when you do, it changes everything. This week, we are continuing our series in the book of Hebrews, and we'll be looking at chapter 5. We know Jesus as our Lord and Savior, but in this chapter, we will see how he is also our great high priest and how he resembles the high priest the people went to during Bible times. We will also have a little introduction into what will continue in our next chapter, which is about deep faith and a warning against falling away. So grab your Bible, take some notes, and experience the goodness of his word today. First, we're going to be taking a look at verses 1-10, through which talk about Jesus, the high priest. In verses 1-4, through we are introduced to what a high priest meant to the people. A high priest is selected from among the people and appointed to represent the people in matters related to God. They were to offer gifts and sacrifices for sins. In verse 2, it is something that is such a comforting promise, and it says, He is able to deal gently with those who are ignorant and are going astray, since he himself is subject to weakness. This is a verse that relates to all of us as human beings. We have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We all have our low moments when our weaknesses bring us down, and in the midst of that, Jesus is able to deal gently with us since he is subject to weakness. For this reason, this is why he has to offer sacrifices for his own sins. This is about the priests before Jesus came and the sins of the people. No one just takes this honor on himself. He receives it when called by God, just as Aaron in the Bible says. In the same way, Christ did not take on himself the glory of becoming our high priest, but instead God the Father said to him, You are my son. Today I have become your father. You are a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. Next, in verse 7, it talks about what Jesus did as high priest here on earth. Jesus offered up prayers and petitions with fervent cries and tears to the one who could save him from death, and he was heard because of his reverent submission. Through all that Jesus went through here on earth, he prayed to his Father in heaven to help him with it, and God heard him because of his reverent submission. Did you catch that? Jesus is an example to us in how we should live the Christian life. And if you want to dive deeper into how Jesus lived here on earth, I encourage you to dive into the Gospels, which are Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and see the life he lived honoring God, helping others, and so much more. When we pray to God in reverent submission, meaning showing God respect and honor, he will hear our cry. Jesus also showed obedience. Despite all the trials, he knew he would face suffering for us. He was made perfect and made the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him. He was designated by God to be high priest in the order of Melchizedek. Now that we've talked about Jesus being our great high priest in verses 1 through 10, now we'll be diving into deep faith and the warning against falling away in verses 11 through 14. There are a lot of warnings in the book of Hebrews so far. Have you noticed that? In this chapter, we come to another one, and this will continue next week when we dive into chapter 6. 
In your Bible, the warning may be titled as this, the warning against falling away. And with that, the author of this book just comes right out and says this in the first verse. We have so much to say about this, but it's hard to make it clear to you because you no longer try to understand. Wow, that right there is a convicting statement. It says, because you no longer try to understand. This verse can be a little heart check for us as believers. And that heart check comes with this question. Are you eager to understand, dive in depth, learn and meditate on God's word daily? No matter what it may be, make every effort to spend time with your Savior first thing in the morning because it can change your day. These last few verses can convict both the people at the time and us in the present day. So open up to Hebrews 5 and follow along in verses 12 through 14 as I read. It says, In fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you the elementary truths of God's word all over again. You need milk, not solid food. Anyone who lives on milk, still being an infant, is not acquainted with the teaching about righteousness. But solid food is for the mature by who constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. These verses tell us that though we are to dig deep and tell others about the gospel as well, sometimes we need to remind ourselves of even the elementary truths we heard in Sunday school when we were younger. It describes infant Christians who need milk and mature Christians who need solid food. Those who have solid food have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. Let that be our desire to be the Christian who lives on solid food, who can discern evil from good. So with all of that discussed, this chapter was filled with so much goodness and things to apply in our lives, wasn't it? Well, that's where discussion questions and application comes in. This helps us reflect, meditate on the text we just read, and what God is telling us to apply in our lives. This week, we only have two discussion questions, but they're ones that are convicting and will really help you realize your application in your own life. Number one, we talked about Jesus' duty as a high priest and how he can deal gently with those who are weak and have sinned, also known as each and every one of us. We saw how Jesus had a reverent submission when praying to God the Father. Do you have a reverent submission when praying to Jesus, knowing that he is gentle and will help you through? Do you treat God with honor and respect? One way you can apply this to your life is by thanking him for who he is and declaring that he is the one who has delivered you and answered your prayers. Ask God what applying this truth into your own life may look like for you. And finally, number two, this chapter talks about the Christian who lives on milk and the Christian who lives on solid food. Which Christian are you? The mature one who lives on solid food or the infant one who lives on milk? Be honest, and though none of us are perfect, remember that we are all in a different place in our walk with Jesus, but our main desire above all should be to want to know him deeper and live out his word so that we can distinguish good from evil. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast episode. I hope it encouraged you, brought you close to God, and deepened your relationship with him. For Christian encouragement, Bible journaling, inspiration, and more, 
You can follow at Meditate Hope on Instagram. That's M-E-D-I-T-A-T-E-H-O-P-E for weekly family devotions with discussion questions and activity, application, and more. You can go to meditatehope.wembley.com. That's M-E-D-I-T-A-T-E-H-O-P-E dot W-E-E-B-L-Y dot com. Remember that you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.